The Ohio Senate wants to help people get their income taxes back from cities where they were not working during the pandemic. Cleveland's historic lighthouse is for sale, but you can only get to it by boat. And some bike enthusiasts are pushing back on a plan to push car traffic off of the highways and onto roads through neighborhoods where people are walking and biking. It's the Wake Up Morning News Briefing from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer for Thursday, June the 3rd. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. The Ohio Senate Finance Committee has inserted language into a proposed budget bill that would allow workers to seek refunds for income taxes paid to cities where they did not live or perform their jobs during 2020 and 2021. The bill is different from a House version that would specifically allow refunds for 2021 only and could eliminate the need for lawsuits by taxpayers. Cities continued to collect income taxes throughout the pandemic from people who did not live within their borders and did not step foot inside their workplaces. A series of lawsuits have been filed challenging the constitutionality of cities taxing people with whom they have no relationship. The House and Senate will eventually meet to reconcile differences in their budget approaches before sending the two-year budget to the governor. The U.S. Coast Guard is selling the Cleveland Harbor West Pierhead Light, built in 1911 and home to a Coast Guard station until 1976. The agency is looking for a government or nonprofit agency willing to fix it up and use it for educational, park, recreational, cultural, or historic preservation purposes. There are some catches, however. The landmark gets encased by ice during winter storms, it is accessible only by boat, and it is topped by a foghorn that emits two blasts every 30 seconds when boaters activate it between April 1st and December 1st. Parties interested in the Cleveland facility have until July 6th to submit letters of interest. The lighthouse is a conical-shaped steel plate 50-foot tower with an attached fog signal built on a concrete base. The station is listed on the National Register of Historic Places and is designated as a landmark by the city of Cleveland. The Summit County Prosecutor's Office will take over the prosecution of the son of a Cuyahoga County judge accused of killing his wife. A special prosecutor will oversee the investigation into Omnison Azali and review it for potential criminal charges to eliminate any appearance of a conflict of interest. Cuyahoga County Common Pleas Administrative Judge Brendan Sheehan on Wednesday granted the request. Azali posted 10% of his $1 million bond to get out of the Cuyahoga County Jail. The case has not yet been bound over to Common Pleas Court. Azali is due back in Euclid Municipal Court on Friday. The shooting happened at the couple's home on East 265th Street, north of Lakeshore Boulevard in Euclid. A lender is seeking to foreclose on a hotel near Cleveland Hopkins International Airport, saying its owner defaulted on a mortgage. Saras Enterprises, which owns the 168-room Hilton Garden Inn along I-480, took out a $14.5 million loan with Citigroup Global Markets Realty Corporation in 2014. 
The hotel owner missed payments, and as a result, U.S. Bank, which now oversees the loan, has demanded payment of the balance. The lender claims that the Hilton's owner owes $13.2 million, and the amount continues to increase with interest, late charges, and other fees. The lawsuit asks the judge to force the sale of the hotel and to appoint a receiver to oversee its operations. Several officials are pushing back against part of NOACA's long-range transportation plan, arguing that it suggests that congestion on regional highways could be abated by encouraging more traffic on urban arterials through neighborhoods, which could be dangerous for drivers, pedestrians, and cyclists. NOACA aims to encourage motorists to use arterials for certain trips rather than getting on the highways, which would cause drivers to burn more fuel and generate more pollution. In part, that's why a bunch of people, 90 as of Tuesday, signed a letter to NOACA drafted by Jacob Van Sickle, executive director of Bike Cleveland, that asks NOACA to reconsider portions of the plan. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer.